What is going on? It is uh, about 10 o'clock on Sunday, the 20th of December. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Holidays. We appreciate you all tuning in to the Sunday night quarantine. Back on quarantine, actually. <laughs> Bloom's back on quarantine yep. podcast. Yep. Not the- because not because of me. Yeah. And really not because of my family, because the daycare, you got to, it's just, yeah, now we're back on. I got the antibodies. I got tested before I went down to uh, Dallas just to make sure I didn't have to. Still, still solid. Yeah, I'm still good. You feel invisible? No, I actually yeah. still feel like just tired all the time. And I don't know if that's because the kid doesn't sleep or if it's because it's, of it's everything. It's been a long fall. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, um, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. We have a lot to get to today. This is going to be a jam-packed show. Uh, Bloom and I could probably go for three hours here. Um, we did just pour ourselves a glass of Cody Road, the Cyclone right. Fanatic barrel pick. And um, hold on. I saw you brought some of that to, to Dallas. <sighs> you know what? Um, Ryan from Mississippi River stocked our land jet. Guy. Isn't that awesome? And guy. I believe he did a bunch of the land jets that took, that went down to Dallas. Uh, first of all, thank you to them, Sean and the guys, and uh, Clarence, our driver from Landjet. Just a phenomenal experience. I really did. Um, I did cyclone reaction from a moving vehicle. I wonder <laughs> if that's a first in the history of Learfield. I wasn't listening. My dad said he didn't even know. Didn't even my, know. Because awesome. my, was... my dad was listening here. And he called me afterwards, and he thought I was doing it at the station, and then we were leaving because he's like, oh, there's no way you're going to be able to get back tonight. Connection held out? Oh, dude, the connection in the Landjet is faster than my internet at home sometimes. Wow. I'm not kidding. That's like, how you guys were streaming stuff and doing yeah, the podcast and like, doing... It was, it was wild. Like, it, it, was, it worked to perfection. We had no drops, absolutely nothing. I had a lot of people ask me this week weekend, you know, what... You know, tell me more about this land jet thing. It's so really good, cool. Good for them. Yeah, go and check it out. And I, I went, we stopped in Kansas City on our way down, and I, I met the president of the company and really good people. And they, they had Iowa State cookies ready for us. They were very excited and they're they're very appreciative pretty, of everybody who's reached out. Pretty neat how that whole thing worked out. Yeah, I, I thank you for that, introducing good. me to Sean from Landjet, and and I made a new friend. We watched the basketball game together on Friday night down there. It's it's hard to believe that was only two days ago. Jeez. Yeah, you're. It's right. been a quite the quite the week. You've uh, we've both been really busy, but I, I you got to realize I got home at like three in the morning, but I was like, oh shit, Bloom has to call the game was, at noon. You've had a real whirlwind. No, it was, but I mine's just been more drug out. No, but my I, I flew, so it's a lot easier. Um, I was back in. Ashley said that she saw you pulling in when she got home from work last night. I was I pulled into my driveway at seven fifteen. I was in like Norman, Oklahoma at that point. Norman. Yeah, and it's so I, we we got out of there. Um, I was, it took two planes, and I was on the second one, and you know it was pretty quick. But yeah, so I had time to do a little jam jam uh, cram session for Jackson State and. Uh, Need a lot of filler today. That was not the prettiest basketball game, but it, hey, Indeed. Cyclones won. We'll get to that here momentarily uh, in just a little bit. We have a lot of college football, obviously, to do in tonight's program. I want to thank some of our sponsors, specifically our presenting sponsor, Mechdyne of the Mechdyne Corporation. I actually reached out to Clover 
this morning to make sure he was doing okay following the loss. Clover is a diehard. He lives and breathes with that thing. Uh, he does, but he was okay. Uh, I, I feel like pretty much anyone uh, who's not like overly irrational is in kind of the same spot. Yeah. I don't, I wasn't, it was disappointing. Like you couldn't get the, the ultimate to get the ring, but I don't think I was, you know, it wasn't a rager. How could you be like with the way they came back and just gutted it out? And just, I was talking with one of the um, players, moms after the game, I bumped into walking out and, and that was, I told her, I said, you know, I think I'd be, I was, it took me, Brent, about six, seven hours last night before I was over it. Like, I was really, like, my heart was just in knots for those guys. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I took that one hard. Um, and I told her, I go, it'd be almost easier if they hadn't come back. Like, and you just felt like it was a, bl- like, I, I didn't know I, who the better team was when I left. And that was the problem. Cause I, see, and for me, that, that actually, I wasn't just crushed by it for some reason. It was almost like, mm. you know. Um, I'm glad Iowa State proved that Iowa State definitely belongs. Uh, and obviously mistakes. We, we talked about it all week. There's going to be two or three plays that decide it. And really all those 50-50 plays went to Oklahoma. And that was the difference in the game. But it wasn't like Iowa State got completely outmanned. Iowa State was, was, no. was more, more than competitive. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't bounce your way. A lot of those games this year bounced Iowa State's way. It didn't. It helps to and have the Fiesta Bowl as a consolation Yeah, for sure. Prize. And I think that's the nice part is you know you have that backstop of another game where you get to see these if, guys play again. Yeah. If Iowa State goes and wins the Fiesta Bowl, that loss, while it will still sting it will and still sting. Cyclone lore, it will not be. And it's just the, the, the real dumb part is you can't count it as a conference championship. And so you're probably still going to have to hear that yeah. that stat Until over and over again. Yeah, if it's right. like, come on now, you still went 8-1. And if there was no championship game, you would be the Big 12 champion. But, you know, so that so that streak lasts, whatever that streak is, lasts another year. Uh, anyways, com. check them out. They have, uh, long, uh, ever since this whole deal started, um, when we knew we were going to have a season, we called up Chris, and they, they are just great supporters of us, and we want to support them. The biggest thing I can push with MechDine is to go to MechDine.com to their careers page. This is a great Iowa company that is now worldwide, but their job listings page is full of all sorts of stuff. And um, it really doesn't matter what sort of field you were in. Um, they've got opportunities. So check them out. And I, again, I couldn't endorse them more. I, I, um, I, I say this all the time. When this chapter of my life ends, and it will at some point, um, I'm probably gonna have a heart attack. Um, I, I'm that that my first call would be to Chris Clover. I swear to God to see what kind of opportunities they may have. It's that good of a company. So good, good dude. Yep, check them out. Um, Bloom. Yeah, I, I just um, here's my deal, and I could not be more proud. Could not be more appreciative. Uh, I, I thought they were going to win when they got the ball back. Did you? I did. Like I, I legitimately thought it was, I was like, this is meant to be. I thought when they got the face mask and I thought it was, 10, I was like, okay, it's Brock Purdy magic. Purdy's going to hit Kohler in yep. the end zone. And I really, I, I don't let myself go there very often because I've just, being a Vikings and Cyclone yep. fan, 
and probably could even throw the Braves in there with the amount of postseason bad luck that I, they've had over the years. I thought of you. Oh, God. No, I did. So they're on that drive, and I'm like, man, I bet Williams is having flashbacks to that Vikings game he was at against the Saints. But this is a lot easier. Yeah. That was like 30 seconds. This yeah. is, we yeah. got 202 or whatever it was. You know, and it's funny. Um, the Vikings are like, they are my heart and soul as, a, as far as a fan goes. I've just, I've been with them the longest. I've experienced the most, but I would trade any of that stuff for Iowa State's fans. Totally. To be able to experience that. And I just, I just know Brent because I've been in the, enough of Vikings NFC Championship games that go awry, just enough of them that I've experienced that you think like, oh, we'll be back there next year, but you don't always know that. I think Iowa State might be. I think that they'll That's be the a part, right. preseason top 10 next year, but... They were. They had two minutes and seventy yards to go make Win. history, and damn it, they just yeah just fell short. But I, but again, you can't be mad. It's this is not Oklahoma's really good. I've been saying for two months that they wouldn't lose again. Still believe that. I look at their bull draw. I think they'll beat Florida. Like I, I don't think that they'll lose. I think that I'll be have been right. Unfortunately, my team was one of their victims. Yeah, and this this is the hard part is. We They're think, good on defense. Yeah, they I, man, they were they were impressive. And but yet, look at the yardage in the second half. Yeah. It's like total domination for Iowa State in the second half. Correct. And it was, it was. Uh, I think it was like two seventy five to like one thirty. Did man. you sense? I sensed this. I want to know if you did. Did you sense that they seemed really hell bent on beating Iowa State? Like this, that Oklahoma oh. team. For I felt sure. like they felt had, they had something to prove. Yeah, well, so they were pissed about the uh, all-conference stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of chatter, and I was even was talking a little bit to the Oklahoma radio guys before the game. They, they, they felt disrespected. I mean, they're Oklahoma, and they only get, I think, what, four guys on the first team, and Iowa State got nine. And so you had all those guys who were like, There's, you know, we're still Oklahoma. We're better than those guys. We're going to prove it. And they came out with a lot of juice, man. Did, like you, they, did you read into Lincoln Riley holding up his four Big 12 championship rings on the big screen at AT&T Stadium as like a shot at Iowa State? Because I did. No, I don't even know when they would have filmed that. Okay, uh, Valid point. I mean, I, but I was like, oh, that hurts. Sure, no, we don't I, have any. Yeah, no, I, but you kind of got that impression. I thought it, and that was a big part early, is Oklahoma felt like they were ready for the moment in that first 10 minutes of the game. And I think it, two things hurt Iowa State. One, that that atmosphere and you were it, you're just way bigger than you than I Ugh. even anticipated. It's it's but it's it's not just the stadium, it's that whole feel around it. The production, you it felt like a championship game. It really did. And I can't even imagine what that place feels like when it's full for a championship game like that because it was an incredible atmosphere with 19,000 fans. But I think the atmosphere early the expectation, and right away, first play of the game, the Aishim Young thing really stung. Yeah, man. Because Iowa State has to adjust on the fly. Aishim Young's a game changer. They eventually adjusted well. I mean, they 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 in that second half, the defense played really well. I thought Azuna Azuna played well. Played well. It took him about two series. It did. It yeah. took him, and they picked on Mason Chambers on one of those touchdowns. Yep. You take that away if Young's in there. I don't think they can do that, and it's a different I, ball it, game. I, I've said this a few times: if Young plays in the first half against Oklahoma State, Iowa State goes undefeated in the Big Twelve. He's a he's a maybe outside of the obvious names. He's right there. I 
walk me through this. And we don't need to debate the call. Like, no, that's all, it, that's all yeah. been done by now. But I, I do think it's worth pointing out how valuable he is. I I was thinking about this last night on the way home. Like, if you had to do MVPs or not, yeah, most valuable. Mm-hmm. I, I think because that can be. I would say Brock Purdy is. Um, he's. I wouldn't put him as the most outstanding player, but he's the most valuable player. And you saw that last night with his teammates coming to bat for him. That's fair. Um, he is the most valuable player in that locker room. Most valuable player on that team. I would put Aishim Young perhaps in the top five on what he's meant to that defense this year. I don't expect that everyone listening to really comprehend that. Take it though, as a guy from who watches these games three to four times. And I like the tape. He is vital. The only guy on defense. I think I, I put Rose above him. Sure. And Maybe McDonald McDonald or Bailey. But yeah. to me, they kind of come go hand in hand with sure. one another. Like they're all so good. Um, and they they get docked a little bit because there's depth. Like you can throw Zach Peterson. You can. There's really good players behind them. Young is a different deal. Yeah. compared to anybody else that's, back there. And fair. as good as Greg Eisworth's career has been, I think Aishim Young will make us forget about number twelve pretty quickly. Yeah, and Eisworth so solid that he, yeah. they don't even you don't really hear his name much because he's doing his job. They're not even throwing towards Correct. him. Yeah, but the difference between or at least until yesterday. From Young to Azuna was big. Now, Azuna, I thought, handled himself very well. Big kudos to that guy. No doubt. For That's a tough spot that he came into. But I agree. I mean, Young, there's a reason why he was the Big 12 freshman defense, I mean, they, whatever the award was. He's a big-time player. I mean, he'll, he will play in the NFL. And he not, and he so, reminds me of Bob Sanders. It's, it's, very, it's a very fair comparison. That's and the he, guy who always... He hits too hard. Yeah. Honestly, like... It's a weird thing to say in the game of football, but if he just has a form tackle on that play, it's it's whatever. It doesn't help that the Stoops kid goes down to the ground awkwardly that, and, he, that and he launches. It was just an unfortunate. It was. Deal. I don't think it. Here's what I think. I think it's it's a tough call. I think by rule, it's not a wrong call. No, I agree with you. Um, what sucks is that if the Oklahoma receiver isn't falling to the ground, Correct. it's a completely legal hit. Completely. So Ishim didn't do anything wrong. Nope. His wrong place, wrong shoulder. By going with his shoulder, in my mind, is Aishim trying not to leave. Yeah, he pulled his head back. Yeah, like, he, like he's literally trying to follow the rules and can't because it's a bang bang deal. That sucks. And it, and it was it really was a shot to the system, and it's almost like one of those old. Here Irish we go. State, yeah, right. It was the, like the Iowa State thing to happen the first. Totally play. agree. I felt that. Yeah, I reacted that I think way. All of us did. And then you know they go down right away. Iowa State gets what one first down. And all of a sudden, it's 14 nothing, and you're like, well, okay, I guess this is the way it's going to go. But this team would not allow that to happen. I think that was the most impressive thing was Dude, I, the heart and the toughness. Brock Purdy is, as far as just being a competitor goes, the only guy I could put in his category that I've covered in 15, 16 years here is Niang. Um, maybe Melvin Edgem. Edgem was... Um, behind the scenes like practice Edgem treated practice like it was the final four <laughs> with the famous story of him throwing the ball at Jordan Rayleigh <laughs> yeah like I, I think if Fred um, were here with us having a cocktail like Fred would tell us that he feels that without Melvin Edgem being carried over from you know TJ and that McDermott staff his job's a lot more difficult there from day one Niang is just um, 
his um, that swagger within him. We yep. all know this. Brock is like the silent assassin. Doesn't say much, but you can just see it. He is. Um, I. The casual comment last night was that he threw three interceptions and had a bad day. I would go the other way. Having watched the game again today with a different quarterback, Iowa State loses that game by three touchdowns. Yeah, because he, he was he was running a lot. He extended a ton of plays, and um, you know when you get down multiple scores like they were, you have to have a guy who's going to try and make a play. Yep, and that's what he was doing. And he he, he tried that last play. Tried to do too much. I mean, I think the obvious yeah. things you you see. Under throwing Kohler in the end zone, mm-hmm. just a he poor wasn't throw. perfect. No, nope. that wasn't his best game. Nope. Poor throw, and then they trying to do too much on that last drive. But yet, I mean, the guy did all he could, and it's 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 unfortunate because you know, yeah, you're right. The, the thing is, say, well, Brock played poorly, and maybe numbers would would say that with the three interceptions. But you're right. If that's another quarterback of Iowa State's past. Um, you could pick just pick anybody you want. That gets away from Iowa State right away. And it was obvious too. Um, I refuse to come on here and talk bad about the offensive line. They've been awesome all year. They were outmatched yesterday. Rumsburg gets hurt. Yeah, that was that was bad. Uh, like hurt. they didn't play horrible, but they were that was the matchup we talked about in our pregame show on Monday, the kickoff show that we were concerned about. Turned out to be true. And um, you know, really the reason I know that is my eyes mm-hmm. watching and then Brees Hall, 3.4 yards per carry. Nobody's done that. We were concerned about this. That D-line played really well in Ames the first time around. It was the back end that really let them down. That's where I give a tip of the hat to Oklahoma. Yeah. I've, I've told you guys for weeks, they're so much better on defense. They don't get enough attention to it because of the bullshit narratives by the national media about Big 12 defense and stuff. Their defense is the reason why they're playing in what bowl game? The Cotton Bowl. Yeah, they go right back to That's it. why they're playing in the Cotton Bowl. It is not Spencer Rattler in that offense. Their defense is the reason. And you know what they did? They tackled well. Yes, I mean, they did. Reese could not. I think his longest run was what? 16, 17 yeah. yards? He they, just couldn't get loose he like not, he was doing. Yeah. Right. And they, they what when you play Oklahoma in years past, they would run the wrong way or they'd miss a tackle or they'd do something. They always, had, they always had the guys. Yeah. But now those guys are disciplined. I mean, it's it's it's... It is interesting that the defensive coordinator is Alex Grinch, who was the old buddy of, of Campbell and crew at Mount Union. Like it, yeah. it's it's just that that's the guy that ended up being the difference in the game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tackling, real quick, just a mental note I had. God, Iowa State's back seven tackles well. They were they were really like good. Anthony Johnson, yeah. like the open field tackling that that guy. He had a great dude. Game. He he'll going into next year. He's a if he's not a top five corner in college football, top ten. Yeah, he's he's got early. I wouldn't maybe not first round NFL, but I think <laughs> he's, he's an NFL. He's guy. an NFL guy for sure. He was great. I mean, they don't, you just don't hear his name much. I mean, he's, no. Or he's making you know, every tackle. He played the best game of their cycling career. Daytron Young. He he was, he was very good. Very good. All said. He's very of, good. It kind of gone. It hasn't been noticed a whole lot, but he's actually played more snaps than Tavon Kyle lately. He's he, almost won that other job back. Well, what's interesting about that Tavon's is played well too. Young is a guy who that scout team year they loved. They talked about him a yep. lot, and then he, I think it took him a little bit to he, grow. And he got dinged up. I think yeah. as a, a little bit as a sophomore. Back to Aishim Young, real quick, just to give some real uh, insider stuff for our uh, great listeners. Um, 
he he's a guy who I remember Campbell telling me very early on in the process, like late September, early October of his redshirt year, like, oh my god, I just want to play him now. Yeah, like that. Just they, different. You kind of know generally when those guys step on campus, and Young's one of them. That sucks. I felt. I- Felt so bad for him. Um, I guess I, I, we weren't watching it, but I guess ESPN just kept showing him over and over yeah. again. So does he have to set out the first half of the Fiesta no, Bowl? It's first, first half. Um, the 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 incident occurred in the first okay. half, so he's he's clear. Thank God we because they'll need him against I, that Oregon team. You know, I don't know how much his story's been known, but look it up sometime. I mean, he had a he had a rough upbringing, rough mm-hmm. high school. I mm-hmm. uh, was arrested. In Pennsylvania, that's the reason why he came to Iowa State. I mean, he had to go through a lot of stuff. And so you feel for that guy that, you know, biggest moment of his career and the first play, and he on national television, everybody's eyes on him. After this, he had a really, I mean, it's a great story of redemption of what he's done at Iowa State and um, to have that happen. But, again, glad you have another opportunity for someone like him who doesn't have that last play being mm-hmm. what he remembers from this season. All right, uh, a few quick things before we move on. Uh, Farmstorymeats.com. The last day you can order for Christmas delivery is tomorrow. So that would be the 21st, Monday the 21st, farmstorymeats.com. We told you about their story. Um, Fantastic. Um, Go local. Support local. Uh, Thank you for supporting our Cyclone Fanatic merch. We're having a great um, month. A lot of people... Seems to be um, going this route, which we appreciate. We do have Cyclone versus the World shirts on sale for twenty five percent off right now. I, I texted Mike today. I was like, "This is this is the perfect day to sell these." Um, so we're not making hardly anything on this. Telling you, these are fifteen dollar t shirts right now, and it's like the really like soft kind. This is the Tyrese shirts. Yeah. He's got like four of those six. Tyrese like was trying to like get us in trouble. <laughs> he kept wanting more and he kept ordering more. Like we had to create like white ones just so Tyrese just could Tyrese. buy them. That's, um, that's but Tyrese just, I, I need to text Tyrese and be like, Hey, we got it in five different colors now. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, but he just got that you, new deal. Yeah, If you want to stock up and give a donation <laughs> while you're at it, I'm um, a Patreon member, Tyrese. I texted Mike today when, when all this was going up, Mike's our merch guy. And I was like, Hey, uh, this would probably be a good day to put the Cyclones versus the world shirts on sale. Uh, it's a lot big 10. Um, one other thing, um, bloom, GravitateCoworking.com. I've I made the decision last week that I'm actually going to call up our friend Jeff Wood and look into this. Can do it soon enough. He tweeted. He uh, Gravitate tweeted that uh, just again. It's like Cyclone Fanatic friends all coming together. That uh, Sean from Landjet uses Gravitate. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I don't know the connection or but again, makes sense. Landjet, small company. Uh, Landjet's good, a good spot to work. This is that's everybody very, coming together. That's very interesting. I I'm because I don't have an office other than here. Everybody, we have like a headquarters in Ankeny that like stuff is sent to, but I don't have an office there. Like there's just like a conference room that we'll go in. We have a little podcast studio area, but like I need I need this. So yeah. um, gravitatecoworking.com. Jeff Jeff's a great guy who runs that show. Uh, I'm gonna go grab uh, a cold beer. Real quick, because this would be my third Cody Road, and I don't need three (laughs) 
on a Sunday night. Uh, you grab you, one for me, too. Will you, will you tell everybody about our friends at uh, Franklin Barbershop? I will. I went there this week. I'm going there. I've got to do my – I'm going to set my appointment tonight because i got to be fresh for the holiday. I'll, I'll, I'll inform the folks about Franklin Barbershop. They're in Beaverdale, Franklin Barbershop. I went there this week, and they had a, a special on the TVs. It was a film from Mexico titled Santa Claus that was filmed in 1959. And it had some some Santa stuff. Look, there appeared some, some strange stuff going on. Get some weird subtitles. And what you would expect from Franklin Barbershop. All the way, by the way, got a good haircut as well. Only $25 <laughs> at Franklin Barbershop. And had Chuck, C Dub. I had Chuck. Chuck's a good guy. Yep. Chuck took care of me. But uh man, it apparently this is this trilogy that they 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 bought from Mexico in the fifties about Santa. But there was like some devil thing going on in the movie. That I sounds keep, about right. I couldn't quite keep track, but uh, there's probably a zombie they, somewhere. There's also a, and a, a professional wrestler. They, a conversation that they asked that I share on this, but I don't think I, in good faith, can the, the conversation of. I was just a, it was a little bit. Um, you know, if, if the Santa film was PG-13, this would have been a, an X-rated conversation that we'll, we'll keep between me and the folks <laughs> at Franklin Barbershop. All right, all right. They know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, just go to franklinbarbershop.com. You just sign up and get your appointment. It involved Ron Jeremy. <sighs> Ron Jeremy. Did he go to Waukee? No. He was a f- famous adult film star. A male? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. People people would know. Okay. I... Uh, <laughs> Not surprised you don't know that. The college football universe is just mad right now for a lot Everybody of Everybody wants reasons. to be mad about something. They do. Um, can I, I – I just want to start this with my soapbox thing, and then we can get into some other things like the, the group of five schools who are all angry. Um, great tweet today by the Central Florida Twitter I haven't account. even – this is a nice thing. I've been like – my phone was broken. I broke my phone in Dallas. And is so that I've why been, you didn't write me back? Yeah. Interesting. I was in the shop for a couple hours today. Yeah, because I texted you um, last night. We were podcasting yeah, from the Jet, and I wanted you my, to, my screen was totally shattered. I wanted you to join us, and you just never wrote it me back. It wasn't in I was rage. Like, Man, I was like, Bloom's really I, upset I about this game. Cleaning up the radio booth, and I, I dropped something on it and shattered my phone. Tough break, man. <sighs> So anyway, I, I apologize way, for not getting back to that, you. Uh, that the AT&T Stadium press box, compare it to the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> I mean, just massive. <laughs> I, enough, uh, just everything. It was great. It. Like First I, class. Talking about offices with Gravitate Cobra. I basically had my own office for the game. It was phenomenal. We, we had, it was basically a, a large apartment. Yeah. <laughs> And for our radio booth. We have a bathroom in there. Sprout told me, he's like, dude, you got to go check out the radio yeah, booth. Yeah, you should have come down. I should have done it. it. There literally was a bathroom in there and a dressing room. I was so nervous. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I could barely keep food down before that game yesterday. You, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't come say hi. I thought, I thought you'd come over and. I, I actually wanted to shorten the day as much as possible. <laughs> I didn't want to talk to people. We parked. I saw I, the it was an 11 a.m. kick. I told Clarence, "Let's leave it. Let's leave at nine. I don't need to get there early. There's yep. nothing going on. Yep. Like I can't do anything. It makes it very difficult in COVID to justify going to cover these games. That's true. Because there's nothing to do. 
And, like, you can sit in the press box and watch a game just as easily as you can watch it on TV and write about it. Pretty like, much, yeah. And then you get on a Zoom call and you interview the coach. Like, it's not – Yeah. You're that's ruining, where I'm you're really – the secrets of the free meal, though. <laughs> the meal was nice. Yeah, they had a really nice – Yeah, good nice, brisket. Yeah. Really good meal there at AT&T. The press box was great. Yeah. I always – every press box I compare to the Liberty Bowl one. I'm like, <laughs> well, at least we're not at the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> Please don't send us back there ever That is again. the worst press box. And I, I know most people and don't care. They don't care. care. But it's so bad. Like, I wish you guys could see the radio booth. Like, Walters and Hefter basically, like, Walters is basically sitting on Daddy Hef's lap. It's, yeah. And during I, the, and then Bloom's I'm like on their too. shoulders. It's if, epic. If I was Ben Bruns' size, we all would oh, not fit. Yeah. Br- Bruns can't go in there. No, he couldn't go in there. Like, when Whitford and I at the Liberty Bowl are waiting to do Cyclone, we have to stand in the hallway. That's right. Because it's not big enough. You could fit, I'm not making, I'm not exaggerating this. You could fit 25. Liberty Bowl radio booths <laughs> in in the Cowboys one. We got the home booths, so we had like the Cowboys radio booth. That's, it was, that's it was really, really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. you guys were in the Cowboys. Yeah, we were one. in the Cowboys. Well, booth, that's but, that's awesome. Yeah, so we at least I got a photo. Anyway, so um, Iowa State versus the world. Are we are we gonna throw are we gonna throw down tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm effing ready. Yeah. Um, I almost said F-U-C-K, but thou shalt not swear. That's, um, we've made it this Can far. I start with the Big Ten? I actually feel bad for Big Ten like Indiana. I actually do. They didn't have a chance to have their they Iowa did, State they, season. They signed up for it. They did. Okay. Oh, sorry for interrupting. I'm talking about the players. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't have any control. The players and their coaching staff have had a beautiful year had a wonderful year where they deserve to have their Iowa State 8-1 season, right? Well, guess what? The leadership at their institution and the leadership in the Big Ten Conference mm-hmm. didn't allow that. Mm-hmm. So why should a school like Iowa State be punished for that is my question. If, if you're a Big Ten fan out there, and please don't come at me either because I've been talking about this for two months, Okay that this was going to be a thing. Um, college football, and, and I really learned this when I started trying to do it daily on KXNO. Our show is probably 65% college football throughout the entire yep. year. This is what we do. Yep. And it is, it's impossible on a normal year to objectively uh, break these teams down because everything is so uneven. Some conferences play nine conference games. Some play eight. Nobody has. Some people schedule aggressively. Some some conferences don't. Some you know. Think about the old Bill Snyder years. We knew they were playing cupcakes. Yep. You know, like. But meanwhile, um, Oklahoma's playing Ohio State right when they have Baker Mayfield. It's impossible. This year, can't even think about doing it. You you, you, you can't. Ohio State's six and zero. Oh. Okay, like they they're six and zero, and they haven't beaten a soul. Uh, I I like Pat Fitzgerald. I like Northwestern, yeah. but the, like, does that get you in the playoff? No. Um, if you're a Big Ten fan who's pissed off right now, and let me tell you something, I've had multiple people, multiple Big Ten people within athletic departments in multiple Big Ten yeah, schools, not just fans today, reach out to me and say, "Hey, Williams, you're exactly right." It was our leadership that failed us. And maybe that leadership at the time had really good intentions. That doesn't mean they weren't wrong. 
And I, I look around. If if we wouldn't have evolved at Psycho and Fanatic throughout this pandemic, we would have died. If my friend Bruno, who owns 13 restaurants, wouldn't have evolved and gotten aggressive with carryout and, you know, um, drinks beer, to go. beer drinks to right. go, he would have died. If the Iowa State Athletic Department wouldn't have been, you know, if they wouldn't have evolved really the first one in the country to do the pay cut thing, yep, uh, people would have lost their jobs and their and, and their families and would have lost a lot. Also really good at developing a testing protocol early. Absolutely. Which was transformational for the season. I, I have a sign right there. It says, be paranoid, evolve or die. Hard work beats talent when talent refuses to work hard. I have it in my office. The Big Ten, during this pandemic, along with the Pac-12, refused to evolve. Was that because of political reasons? Maybe. I believe to much of an extent it was. You can go back to April when we on this podcast predicted that that would happen. But nobody in the Big Ten, no fan in the Big Ten, should look around and blame an Iowa State or uh, anybody you guys did this to yourself. Everybody saw it coming except, you know, a couple of uppity presidents and your bad commissioner. So this is on you. And I'm sorry. I actually, I feel bad for Indiana. I, that's a great story. I wish they would have had an opportunity. I, I I wish I would have, I wish I could have seen 12 games or at least 10 from Ohio state. They may be the best team in the country and we just don't know about it. We'll find out. Yeah. But like you did this to yourself, so I'm not going to apologize for enjoying Iowa State's trip to the Fiesta Bowl. Now I'm going to have my beer. Oh, well said. You know what the interesting thing is, though, Chris? Very, very pent up. Is, sorry. It, and it's frustrating because it was a horrible display of leadership all the way around. They didn't start their season until, what, October 23rd? Yeah, and the Pac-12 was in November. And we think we're just going to hand it to them. Like, oh, congratulations, you played seven games. You get the Fiesta Bowl. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, the Fiesta Bowl has a choice, and they decided to, to choose the team that had, that played a full schedule. Yeah. Like, you get deserve credit for that. And beat multiple and, top 25 and, teams. And yet, at the same time, it's frustrating because the system still worked in Ohio State's favor. And the Big Ten did all that it could, knowing the reason why they restarted the season. It wasn't because they wanted to get the opportunity for Indiana and Iowa and you know whoever to play a couple games to feel good about it. They started the season because Ohio State wanted to, because Ohio State knew that it had a playoff contending team. <laughs> if they didn't play, then they all lose money. Big, the Big Ten did all of it could to give a red carpet to Ohio State. Just look at look at all oh, the changes. And they still did. You see that they might be changing their protocols. Of course they will because of COVID. Now and that's what's so stupid is they were the holier than thou all the way through this whole thing. And yet when it, when push came to shove and Ohio State says no, we need to play. Like okay, you're right. We'll go play now. And that's frustrating because Indiana, if you're Indiana or you're Iowa yeah. or you're Northwestern, you're going, well, who are we? Do we not count in our own conference? Iowa should be playing in a better bowl than the Music City Bowl, but they didn't have the opportunity. It, because, again, you tried to. And maybe not. Maybe everybody. they would have lost, God, but yeah, at least give know. them the opportunity. But, it, but yet it still works. It's still, in the end, you know, as bad as the Big Ten was, they still got a playoff team. So it does, they probably still feel like it works for them. Now, you alienated probably half your conference in doing that. As, as you now have, have given a red carpet to Ohio State to do whatever it wants to do, but it did work. Ohio State plays six games and still makes the playoffs. So you're, are you rewarding them? Do they get their reward here that Indiana didn't? I think so. Uh, one other thing I would point out with bad leadership, and this is 
Um, the Big 12 didn't get lucky by not having to cancel many games throughout the years. Um, so when the Big 12 got together and when they were planning out the season, we heard a lot about this 53-man roster, right? And uh, the position clusters and all that. Here's the difference between the way the Big 12 did it and the way the Big 10 did it. And the a- SEC and ACC were much more like the Big 12, right? Um, that includes walk-ons. Mm, yep. That includes walk-ons. Big 10s does not. That's scholarship players. So, like, a guy like me, and I, I, I was totally wrong. When the Big 10 came back, I was pretty confident that they wouldn't miss any games because of the daily testing. Well, Jamie what? pointed out the the difference in testing. Correct. Right? I didn't know any of that. The you should go back into the PCR. Go and the, listen to my podcast with yeah. Pollard from a couple weeks ago. Another thing I didn't know at the time was that walk-ons didn't count. It's fifty-three man scholarship rosters. Point being hmm. that the Big Twelve was hell bent on getting games in and giving these teams an opportunity to to play. Probably not going to be at full strength. You know, there's going to be times like. You know, there are teams in the Big 12 that probably played, but they have to play. It's insane that in the Big 10, you could, like Ohio State against Illinois. Yeah, we're good. You can play, but you choose not to, and you don't have to forfeit it. That's great. Wisconsin did it to Nebraska. Iowa State deserves. It's insane. This this season, Iowa State deserves a tip of the cap to both K-State and West Virginia. Because if K-State and West Virginia were in the Big 10, when they, the week they played Iowa State, they, they could have easily canceled the game. Iowa State, State still could have. Iowa State could have canceled against Louisiana. Yeah, that, Iowa State could have against Louisiana. People based don't on talk the Big about Ten, that. They don't. Which, but they didn't because they, did. the, they, they met the play. criteria and they wanted to play football. But K-State clearly was decimated by COVID, but yet credit to them. They're like, nope, we're here to play the games. We're going to play the game. And they did, and they got their ass kicked by Iowa State. Now, and I'm, I'm not saying that would have been different if they would have had some of those guys, but they easily could have said that week, you know, we're good, we're going to cancel this game. And then probably if that's the case, you know, is Iowa State make the Fiesta Bowl then? I mean, who knows how much that has a difference in the ranking. So, again, at least you have to be acknowledged that the rest of the teams in the Big 12 all work together to understand that the goal here is to play as many games. That You couldn't say that about the Big 10. And you know what? If Indiana is Michigan, they're probably in the Fiesta Bowl. It's just the way it is. Absolutely. It's just, just, it's a brand thing. And totally I, agree with you. for them to, to, to complain about Iowa State being in there, then I, I think that's a little nonsensical. It's because Iowa State, Iowa State's not a brand. But Iowa State had more wins, more great wins than Indiana had. Like, that's, that's, that's just the bottom line. I'm going to pull up their schedule. I didn't beat anybody. I got in a little bit of a hissy with, uh, a Big Ten media member last night over this. Did you see that? I didn't. Oh, you didn't I didn't again, your... my phone was broken. <laughs> horrible, horrible. <laughs> you didn't have your phone. Yeah, um, he was not happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that what I predicted happened. He was trying to claim that Indiana was deserving over it. And I'm like, I'm not. Like, here's my deal. Deserving is I'm a not, loose. I'm definition. not saying anybody's deserving. I'm yeah, saying I'm looking at the happen. rankings and. Like, there's one team that, it, you know, this is what their resume is. There's another team that, not so much. Well, it's like, if you're out, so they were outside the, the whatever, I would say it was six. I would say it's not dropping behind Indiana. 
Let me pull it up real quick. I'm just curious. If the two teams played right now on a neutral floor, boy, they'd, it'd be a pick em. Well, that was before this weekend. I, don't, I, I still think without the quarterback, I still think it's... That's that's a good point. It's Th- This is prior to that. So probably you're looking at Iowa State minus five. Yeah, four to five. What do you think? What do you, Has it come out, Oregon? We haven't talked it's about out. Oregon yet. I haven't seen it. Iowa State minus four. Okay. thought they'd be favorite. It's, it started at three and it jumped to four quickly. Yeah. Do you want to play guess the lines with... Uh, I have, again, phones been broken. I've seen nothing. Big 12 bowl games? Yeah. Let's do it. We, first bowl game is tomorrow, by the way. That's <laughs> so sad. It's phenomenal. I love bowl games. I'm sad. Like, I genuinely, you know me well enough. I love it. Like, when I can be here working on a Tuesday afternoon and, like, the Armed Forces Bowl's on. Or, like, the Mayo yeah. Bowl. Or, oh, the Bahamas right. Bowl's oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. I, I, love, I love that shit. Betting on it and just everything about it. All right, the uh, first um, first one is the cam- old Camping World Bowl, the Cheez It Bowl, Oklahoma State, Miami. Guess the line, Bloom. Ooh, Miami minus six. Wrong. Three and a half. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's favorite in that game. Yep. What Open did Miami it. do? Let what did Miami play? This? I don't. Uh, they got canceled. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow, that surprises me without Chubb, without uh, Mr. Hubbard, but okay. Um, wow, we're really wrong on that. One note real quick before we go through all these Big 12. Remember last year, the last couple of years, we were like, God, the Big 12 bowl matchups suck. They're going to go one and six. Not this Not year this because year. there's it no was... team in the playoff and everybody bumps oh, down. Yeah. That's really that how helps. it works. It does help. It's another reason why when the yeah. moron Big Ten yeah. fan at your water you cooler. Forward one. Yeah, tell him, oh, listen, yeah. idiot. Matchups matter. Well, you have 14 teams. Like, you're going to have your the, better teams. The, this could just, be just like with records, one of the great years in the history of the Big 12. I'm just telling you. Colorado, Texas, Alamo. Oh, this is going to be a lot. Texas minus 12. <laughs> Perfection. It opened at 11. It's now at 13. Yeah. So not only did you get the opening, you're sharp. <laughs> Thanks. Florida, Oklahoma, Cotton. Oh, man. This one has not moved. I had a nice little comeback for Florida, though. That was um, OU minus four and a half. <laughs> Way off. This, is, this was my lock of the beer with bull predictions. It's Florida minus three. Oof. I'd play money line Oklahoma right there. What am I missing there? Now, Oklahoma in the second half. Struggle. Yeah, right? but um, I, I... Florida's not going to stop them. I, I I think Iowa State's pretty good. I do, too. That's really... Okay, man, I've been way off on two of them. Aren't we this going money good. line Oklahoma there? Yes. Familiar territory. Yeah. Cotton Bowl. Motivated. I mean, Lincoln... They had a little juice to them. They were motivated. I think they're going to come out swinging. Arkansas, TCU. Man. Hold on. I, I don't have even know what you would I don't think. even know it. Oh, that's the Texas Bowl? Yeah. In Houston. That's uh, that's a pick em. Um, Or TCU th- minus three. TCU minus three. Open at six. It's at five. Okay. So you're close enough. Okay. I don't know. Three seems like a big leeway. Yeah. Good for you, though. <laughs> that's no, that's I'll close. Take it. It's close enough. Um, and then we had the clones. And you just said it. 
That's those are nice games. The Big 12's like favorite in every bowl game. Except for Oklahoma. Yeah, but we think... Th- yeah, it's wrong. That should be the... Am I way. nuts? No, that's your like, right. You're I right. just think that they are... I I actually Pitts, think that they would be, flo- I be... I think they would be at Ohio State and Notre Dame. The tight end, who's the, the top five draft pick, just said he's not going to play for Florida. I I think that they would beat two of the three playoff... Two of the four playoff teams. Oklahoma? Yeah. I don't know if I go that far. Who, what, two? Ohio State and Notre Dame. I, I again, Ohio State. Ohio I State mean, almost lost at Northwestern. I know. I don't. I. They've played six games. I agree. On Notre their defense Dame. sucks, man. I. I didn't. I watched zero of their of their game. What do you think? Uh, Notre okay. Dame's good, but they're not like. What do you think of the Fiesta Bowl matchup? I mean, it's a bummer the no fan situation. But still, to New Year's Six game, still, still all I know is still that positive. I spent the whole afternoon playing Duck Hunter. I downloaded it. <laughs> arr, 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 arr. Hold on, let me see if I can pull that up. I bet I can pull up the the sound. I don't think Iowa State's ever played Oregon in a football game. Really? Mm-hmm. Ever? I don't think so. I'm really excited on something um, coming up that I'm going to do a piece of content on. Christmas Eve, but I'm not going to tell everybody yet because I want to make sure it happens. Well, that's a deep tease. That's that should be like my nickname. <laughs> Old deep tease Old Williams. Deep tease. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> Do you realize that there's like an entire generation? Who doesn't know what the hell this is? <laughs> For those who do, it's a beautiful sound. This is the game that came with Super Mario Brothers 1. Did you get the gun? You buy the hell gun? Yeah. yeah. Right? So what you would do, you buy Super Mario... Well, you would buy the Nintendo. Yep. And you got the gun. And then they gave you Mario Brothers 1. And then this... Duck Hunter. This gun that you plugged in the machine. Yep. With Duck Hunter. Did you ever play Paperboy? Oh, yeah. I loved Paperboy. Paper, was it Paper? Was that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. Paperboy was one of my that favorite games. That and then um, Excite Bike. Oh, I did Excite Bike. My favorite part of Excite Bike, you could create your own Speedway. So I, 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 I like to create short tracks. Of course you did. Because I, I hate the douche mile and a half, like cookie cutters. Uh, what do I think of Oregon? Honestly, Brent, I need to. I'm. I'm gonna pull him. Game over. Totally bizarre season for Oregon, by the way. Makes no sense. It's a illogical season for them. I think that they they lost to awful Oregon State and awful Cal. Just awful. Here's and then my kind of back their way into the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve. Can I? And then beat USC. Can I give you my fear with them? Sure. Is it they kind of figured shit out and they're kind of like, oh, we need to use this to propel into next year? Yeah, but I don't know how they figured it out. They've played five games. Six games. Well, I mean, we've we've been told repeatedly that Ohio State's the best team in the country. I've watched a half of their game. I I was... I'm not an expert on the To be honest with you, can I just be really honest with you? Always. Um, Arlington was very COVID conscious, right? And I had the antibodies. I was being very careful. 
Everywhere you went, they would take your temperature, by the way. Did Seriously? you notice that? Every, I, I, was, I went to two restaurants when I was there. I, did, I went from the, the hotel to the game. I, I, I saw nothing. They'd take your temperature every time. Wow. I went to the diviest of dive bars in Arlington on Friday evening because I wanted to get away from everything. Sounds like you. And uh, I watched a little bit of that game while drinking Shiner Bach on tap. And that's all I've seen of them this year. So I, I just don't We have know. time. I do have it on DVR. Uh, you can come over. We can pull it up and watch the little, tape. Little Oregon. Because I thought Iowa State would probably, if they lost, play one of those two teams. Yeah. Right. And smart. So what I do know is they have a really good running back. Good offensive line. Although, one of their offensive He's linemen he opted, opted out. out yeah. and he's going to be a top three pick in the draft. Good story by Rob Gray today. Did you see that already? I didn't see Rob Gray. Again, my phone was broken. <laughs> Don't you have you a that? computer? I do, but I was I was running around researching Jackson State. Um, Mario Cristobal and Matt Campbell coached against each other 10 years ago in a bowl game. Florida International in Toledo. Wow. So Matt would have been the OC? I, I've got, yeah. Or the... Yeah, it got to be the OC. Mm-hmm. What What'd you think of Matt's uh, little Paul Rhodes impression on the sideline? Love it, man. Wasn't that great? That was. I love that. I was a Hilton Coliseum against Kansas angry crowd, and I just it yeah. felt right at home. When that 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 little My, sequence between the uh, the young play and then the offside situation, then Campbell goes nuts. That was a the offside still. Let, let's walk through that real quick. Uh, you being an official, so like the rule is Iowa State needed to flinch or hike it, right? Yeah, unless there was contact. Was there? It looked like I there thought might there was contact. My read on that was that Iowa State's offensive line was too disciplined. Correct. And I wonder if you'd get mad in an honest moment. It's like, what was the motivation there? I think it was like, we're we're down 14 nothing. Like, we need to get some juice here. And it worked. Yeah. Like, but I think I, that was more of a – he was obviously pissed. But I think it was a motivational ploy too. Do I, Am I giving him too much credit? Plus, the giant video board kept showing it, which those guys – I just – Whoever's running the video or the replay just, system. I'm just trying to put myself in Matt's brain. I think he was really mad. Mad at the start of the game. Mad at the officials. I think that he likely. So one of the things that makes Matt great is that he wakes up every day thinking somebody is doubting him. True. The only reason I because I try and do that to myself every day. He's gay. He's got the be paranoid thing. <laughs> I do. It's, it's right there. Um, There's a reason why Iowa State switched sidelines. The guy's paranoid. He's nuts. They didn't want anybody stealing their signs. I just, I love the fact, here's what I love about that, Brent, is I love the fact that everybody thinks Matt's this, like, very, like, stoic and, like, very quiet and he's just a robot. He's not. When he does that, he's putting on a show because he's that's what he wants to come off as to the media because he's not trying to get, it's everything is competitive, right? Yeah. And I've freaking love the fact that like it takes a moment like that where he's he's sticking up for his guy you know the Ishim Young thing like that's what it is Matt's pissed because he just lost one of his best players but he's more pissed because Ishim can't play can't play now yeah you know that did you hear the hot mic 
Oh my God. It was the greatest moment <laughs> ever. The I, people I, on TV didn't get it. You obviously I, didn't get I it. tweeted that last night and you didn't see it. One of the favorite moments of my career of covering sports was the Matt Campbell <laughs> accidental hot mic at the Big 12 championship game. I Because so that's had, exactly what I wanted to say to that referee. I had it. So we get a ref mic feed. Yeah, were you, was it potted up? I had it potted up for us. We were in a commercial break. <laughs> so, <laughs> the uh, bovine excrement multiple <laughs> did not go out over the air. Everybody keeps asking me, what did he say? What did he say? And I'm like, well. What would you say in that moment? <laughs> That's yeah, what he said. Probably everything that was going on in your mind. <laughs> That's what he was saying. On steroids. And it was in this, you know, monstrosity of a sound system. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. I died. I absolutely. No, I. Maybe Matt was using that as motivation. I don't think he was. I think he was just mad. I think he was genuinely just really yeah. pissed off. <laughs> okay. The, the offsides thing for me was weird because. It was just so egregiously obvious that yeah. I thought it would be called, but I, but if they didn't hit him, then I don't know if you can call that. Yeah, I mean, we should have just snapped it or or just moved. Yeah, I don't. It's very bizarre. Thankfully, the, that didn't matter. And then the our our, our guys saved the false starts for the uh, final drive it, of the game. I thought there were so many parallels between that and the Alamo Bowl two years ago. Or obviously gets off to a slow start, comes back, I mean, then just ultimately some mistakes late and an angry crowd. Yeah. I think that it was eleven o'clock start, but there was some there was there was alcohol allowed in the stadium, and the Iowa State well, fans were. Uh, yeah, I noted that earlier on the big screen, like they were going around and highlighting <laughs> all the crowd. People like, had a good time. The Oklahoma fans were just sitting there with like their sparkling water, and our fans were just pounding beers. I think. Disappointing result, but I think the people that were down there were grateful for the the experience. Hope it's more of an annual tradition now. I would agree, and I point out too that that Texas Live area. I did not go down there this time, but I've been down there before covering Big Twelve stuff, and I I've gone to a couple of Rangers games when I've been in those deals, and it's really cool. It's cool. See, I didn't get a chance. I, I have got, you ever been to it? No, I was. I mean, I, it's basically it's the Power and Light District. Okay, I mean, I want to. Honestly, it's. I bet it's the same ownership group. It's mm. set up the exact same, same way. One. Yeah, I mean, it was just. Uh, I I hope for the fans' case that next year we're back there with COVID mostly in the rearview mirror and and give another chance. You want to talk a little basketball real quick? Yeah, real before quick. Before we go, sure. yeah. uh, you called the game today. A uh, little bit of a slog. I would say that's fair. Um, I will say this. I feel a lot better about this team than I did a, a week ago. As yeah, far definitely. as just like giving us some Competitive. hope to be able to like on a Saturday afternoon in February, be like, yeah, I should turn on the cycling game today. Right. You know, and today was very ugly. That was very predictable though. If you've covered college athletics for a long time, but it wasn't ugly. in the fact it was an effort problem for Iowa State on defense, which is they actually guarded today. They did. Now, that Jackson team sucks. State was not great on offense, yeah. and they it's just kind of who they are. But you still had to you had to show a little effort, and then I that West Virginia game caught me totally by surprise. 
I wish Iowa State would have would close it out, but 37 to 9 in foul discrepancy, 29 to 11 in free throw discrepancy. Like there's a lot going against Iowa State in that one and they still battled and battled yeah. and you know couldn't close it out, but yeah, encouraging. I think the freshmen are coming along. They're they're getting there. Coleman Lands is getting a little more comfortable. I love the fact that Steve's playing them. You have to. You almost have to at this point. Um so I don't know. I mean, it's still going to be a long winter, I think, as far as win-loss-wise, but you can see some of the signs of the potential here. It's just, you know, it's going to be going to be tough. I mean, you, you play Chicago State Tuesday. That's like it, a noon game on a Tuesday, right? Chicago State is 0-9 and just lost to Drake by 50. Oh, shit. Yeah, so don't, don't expect much from uh, the, that's, the Tuesday game. It, uh, honestly, I'm not making fun of them. I've made this point before, years ago. It still stands. Is Chicago State the worst Division One program in the country at any sport? Chicago State basketball. It would. It's on the Mount Rushmore. So the Tuesday game won't matter. Okay. So you got Kansas football. <laughs> yeah. Who's Chicago State basketball? Man, where else do you, who else do you put in that conversation? I don't even know. Don't know enough about anything else. Nebraska football? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you, they win? They ended up winning by seven. Did yeah. they? Okay. I missed I, that. I pushed. <laughs> I bet Rutgers at plus seven. I sprinkled a lot on the money line. But so Chicago State, then a break, and then Baylor, though, to open up the Big 12 again on January 2nd, which is going to be Boy, the same time as the Baylor, festival. Baylor. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know if it's the exact same time, but same day. Shit, they're gonna call me to call that game. If you're around, just put a call. I, honestly, I don't know when the game is. That let's look that up. When is the game time for <laughs> Iowa State Baylor? And you have the antibodies, which helps your big cause. antibody yeah. guy. <laughs> it helps your cause to do that game. I, you know what? I I shouldn't have said that. I I I I wanted so badly. You can ask the group. I was with Jay Jordan and Stansberry and then Sean from Lanjet on I wanted them to win so bad on Friday night for that uh, for for Steve. For Steve, yeah. Like badly, but then just like give those freshmen a reason to, you know what I mean? Keep grinding. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but again, a lot of progress I, for Tuesday. Don't you to feel Friday. better? No, for sure. Than you did a year a week ago. And Bolton is he's he's a strange player. Because he was... He's just got to go. He like, had a phenomenal game against West Virginia. I mean, 25 points. What he did... He was really good. all 40 minutes. Had no turnovers. Yeah. But then today, he just kind of... It wasn't his fault. It was a weird defense there thrown at him. How yeah. many games, like getaway games before Christmas type stuff, have you yeah. seen over the years oh, that are just sure. a slog? Like, so, I, I, today was totally predictable. If you bet on Iowa State minus 24 today, you're an idiot. <laughs> I think... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, today didn't tell you a whole lot, but and Tuesday won't either. But I think the pieces are are there. It's just how quickly can they come around? The Big Twelve is still very good. Yeah, that's an understatement. Mm. Uh, NBA starts this week. Tyrese Halliburton, Rookie of the Year. I saw a poll today from Respect It. So they they pulled the GM. I thought about putting it plus fifteen hundred. Uh, some guy said he's the steal of the draft and that he's his pick. Which is like ten bucks on Tyrese. We, I, so it'll be. It might be tough. I think Lamelo Ball is going to put up a lot of numbers. 
Uh, he's actually had a nice preseason. Yeah, but his for dad, Charlotte. you know. Yeah. Um, dad talks a lot. I do think Tyrese would be. I think you'd throw ten dollars on there. Okay. Um, and then Taylor is just going bonkers with the Lakers. What the hell's going on? He's like the MVP right now. He is. He scored like thirty in a game in a preseason game. Uh, LeBron thinks he can average twelve to fifteen for him this year and be the guy That's at the bench. So stupid about the Jake Sullivan thing. Don't don't get me started. No, Jake's coming. We talked. So here's you want to know something great? Pfizer saw me and Jake going at it and wants to be in on this podcast. Yes, because Pfizer grew up in Detroit and yeah. then Louisiana and then yeah. came to Iowa. Pfizer State. thinks that Sullivan's thinks a bunch of bullshit. It's great. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that one. Then I also had a guy uh, reach out to me and tell me to quit bullying Jake Sullivan. I'm like, listen, bro. I ain't bullying Jake Sullivan. And Jake, to his credit, can handle it. Jake's the man. Jake, like, Jake is very... Jake loves this. This is what he's made for. <laughs> yes. Like, it really he's is. He's one of the most argumentative son like of a people, bitches that I've ever met. Like, he's great. We I can love all it. We can all throw some shade at yes. Jake, but he, he, he can take it. Yes, this and is he's, why, he's great. He he's know, a he's good not, friend. He's not putting that on Twitter... You know, fully realizing the reaction it's going to he, cause. Well, the thing is, guys, whatever your responses are to him, he's probably not reading it. Like, it, it's fun. Like, let's just have some fun with this. We're going to do this at some point. It is an illogical argument. It's stupid. Like, I... I well, it, we all, we're on the same page. Yeah, here. like, it's a dumb argument okay. that he keeps trying to make, but, like, let's talk about it. And I'd let, like to hear it. Yeah. He's, he's my boy. Yeah. I love Jake, like, family. I talked about this on that pod. We had a really hard time getting uh, pregnant, and uh, we were going to adopt through Jake in his agency. Through God. like we're, I'm he does some amazing work. My work, my relationship with Jake is far deep. So then I had these people be like, "Dude, you're getting all the Iowa State fans upset with him." I'm like, "Dude, trust me. Like, we're." <laughs> it's Jake so was like cool. texting me during it, way like, beyond that. Yeah, but I love the fact that Pfizer's Pfizer, like, Pfizer's like, screw this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because Pfizer and Jake would not have played together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Pfizer's fantastic. like, this is a bunch of bullshit. That's like, fantastic. Which, I put it on Twitter the other day. The most successful Iowa State team, so those that have won 25 or more games in a season, none of them had a starter from the state of Iowa. None of them. Zero. It's so dumb. Like, nobody in 2000, nobody in the Yanks team, nobody in... Um, anyway, it's it's kind of a silly argument, but I'd like to hear. I mean, I I get the point that you want to get players that care about wearing the Iowa State uniform. I think that's what Jake is trying to say. You know who else cared? Brian Peterson and Sean Aluska. They cared a lot. <laughs> point taken. Serious. Yeah. You know they did. And I also think, it, but so like, did Nas, who's from Canada, and George Yang, who's from Massachusetts. And you like can't just look at Iowa's roster now. Two of them are the coach's sons, you know. And Wieskamp was never coming here; he was a hawk, right? You know, like this. It, uh, and Bohannon was a hawk, but Bo, yeah, yeah, Bohannon was never coming here. And by Bro. the way, uh, that's what's going to happen to Iowa in the NCAA tournament. I've been saying it all along, but. It's too early. It's sorry. It's, I'm not a. It's I'm not too early. Trust me. They can't guard. I got in a fight with hot guys you, you on not Twitter give about Fran McCaffrey. You don't I'm give not up a fan. Hundred points, dude. To against Zaga. Zags are good. They are good, but you, that's the problem. Here's with the Iowa. problem. Iowa call. is a legit like one B team this year, but I don't think that they're near Gonzaga, Baylor. Um, I like to those see two for sure. Kansas. 
Kansas. Well, but I'm just saying, you get it. Just, you get in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. You have to defend. Yeah, because then re- you, you can meet a team. Yeah, you get. That, yeah, you hit, can't score. Shots. You cannot score at that level in an NCAA. France still game. playing too many guys too. Like I, that's not here. It is what it is. But I just, but I, was I not surprised. I, by I that just result. watched that game before you came over. And he's still like trying to go like eleven deep, yeah, and like I mean, you can do that against Iowa State this year. You can't do that against Gonzaga. You got to put your about, your seven versus theirs. How about the fact that uh, one of Jalen Suggs's first offers was Iowa State in football? Wow, good pull. He was a quarterback. Good pull. Here you go. All There's right, no um, This week, are you on the call Tuesday at noon? I am. You got the Chicago. Who's the, doing color? Is uh, it Clay? No, it's Lindsay. Oh, nice. The Cougars. What, what else is your day like, or your week? Uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little drunk. I'm up. That's why we're wrapping this. Yeah, thing we're up. wrapping it up. No, I'm uh, I'm home home with the kids because they're in they're in quarantine thanks to the daycare situation. <laughs> but everybody's tested negative. And my family. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. good, but you're just following the rules. Yeah, some 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 one year old <laughs> got the Rona, <laughs> and so now we're shut down for two it's weeks. Like this world we live in. Like I just I'm you know I'm I take it seriously. I know you do. Wear a mask everywhere. Like I I, I take it seriously. Some of the stuff that we have to do because of these protocols is is freaking so insane. This is, so the 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 one year old insane. This one year old in the room tests positive for Rona, which is oh. what you know I think. It's the infant is doing fine. Yeah, well, we hope so. But, so, I've got a one-year-old, but all siblings... Hey, man, Teddy. The siblings of those in the room also can't go. So now... Well, yeah, because the siblings are slobbering all over each other during the day. Yeah, but we tested yeah. the one-year-old, and the one-year-old's yeah. negative. I know, that's what's insane about it. Anyway. Like, I, this, I, so I, do, I, do we not trust the tests? I don't know. I I will follow the rules. And it's it's Christmas anyway, so actually we're going. Which we need to talk. Uh, what? I'm going to my in-laws probably for a couple of days next weekend, so I might have to do it over the old Zoom variety. If we even want to do, do we do one over the Christmas weekend? We can check. I, I kind of feel like we have to because the clones are playing in a New Year's Six game. And I guess that would be the next week already. I, my 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 I time did. is all screwed up. You know, Campbell made a great point in his press conference today. And I, I know Matt too well. I knew he was going to make this point when he could about how this is how we should do bowl season. <laughs> He's like, we don't need four weeks off. Like, I think it's a really good point. And it, I think you're going to see a much better bowl season. I agree with that. Because of that across I, the board. We talked about it earlier. I think Iowa State's going to treat this like a road game in that they're not going to be there for four days, five days in advance. Dude, can I be honest with you? I don't even know if I'm going to go. It's a road game. It really is. Like, there's, there's no, no pomp and circumstance. There's nothing. What's the point? I mean, other than just... I mean, I, of course I would want to be there, but is it worth, like... I mean, we've had a hard year. It's like one fanatic. Right. Like, is it really worth, like, another $1,000 in expenses to just have me sitting in the press box so I can... It's a fair question. Take a selfie. Like, I, I mean, I, I could stay here and drink... Cody Road and do a game day show with do all of our time, fans. Do your halftime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I just think that it sucks. This is what sucks so much about it because, like, that Texas Live on Friday night would have been nuts. Yeah. Well, just think of the amount of people that would go to f- – how many went for the Insight.com Bowl in 2000? 
or the Insight Bowl, in which is 09. one of the worst games of all time in 09. Yeah, one of the worst bowl games in history. And it would be it'd be packed, but it, there's no fans, and no, I don't I don't blame you one bit. Um, Do you want to know what's funny? Here's what I remember about that. I remember going out um, after the game. I had some beers on in Tempe. Do you remember my feature story was after that game? I don't. Jake it, Williams? No. Your cousin? Me? I love Jake, by the way. Really good guy. Stick around. I, I need to. One of my big goals in 2021 is to continue to bring more former players on. I think Todd and Brett have been a phenomenal oh. resource for us. They've. They've brought so much to the table. Incredible. And they're hilarious. Yeah, they're they're podcast guys. If you're not listening to that, it usually comes out on Thursdays. You should. It is so insightful and entertaining and funny. It's like two guys. They're literally drinking Cody Road together and just talking. That's what they're doing. Yep. Um, I did a (laughs) – because I was so douchey at the time. I I labeled it as exclusive where it was me and Tom Herman talking about (laughs) – the quarterback situation for the next year. We did a profile on Jared Barnett. I mean, that's a great He's thing. He's back about- in town. I want to get Jared on the podcast. Is he? I we're we're I think we're Facebook friends. Okay. And he lives in West Des Moines now. Okay. Great kid. That's the neat part about Fanatic is you can go back and look at yeah. all the articles you would have wrote. I'll never forget sitting in that locker room with Tom Herman. And he After giving the you a scoop. And Tom's just giddy about this red shirt yeah. they got coming in. Well, I've, they went out, they created history together. That's true. They ended the BCS. And now Cincinnati wants the BCS back. And here we are going to the Fiesta Bowl. How about that? It, and this was another thing. Crazy. And then we'll wrap this thing up. We're going Crazy late, but I don't I really fine. I think people are totally fine with it. Like craziness that a couple years ago, getting to the Alamo Bowl was such a monumental mark for this fan base where this year it would have been a major like disappointment. Totally. It the sometimes you just gotta step back, but it's impossible to step back and try yeah. and capture it. Um so just try and enjoy it. And you know, the obviously Saturday the game result wasn't what we wanted, but it proved to me Iowa State belongs. And while you didn't you yeah. didn't get the ring, uh, this is not the God, end of I Iowa State. The ring. I know it would have been great, but uh, another chance against Oregon, national prominent name, national TV, the whole shebang, and uh, end the season on a high note, and then springboard into next year because seven of the nine guys on the uh, first team, all Big Twelve, were underclassmen. That's a Grand thought. I mean, you just and and, uh, listen, and Purdy could be coming back. Purdy could be coming back. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he'll go pro? I would lean more that Color would go pro before Purdy. If I can read the tea leaves, I think I. If I, I think to, they'll both be back. I think if I was a betting man, I'd say Brock is back. I think they're both back. Yeah, I think. I don't think Color is a first round pick. Do you? I don't think he's a first round pick necessarily, but I also think he's a. If he doesn't have his degree, he's getting close. And I think for him, anyway. I know we're supposed to say that that matters, but he can go back and finish that, whatever. I, it's all about where we'll you're at. We'll see where the they draft. end up. I mean, they'll get they'll get draft reviews. Um, but there are going to be, there's a handful of guys, and you've, you've mentioned before, that will come back as super, super seniors. 
I, I think that Iowa State has an advantage here compared to an Oklahoma, and I don't know what their roster looks like, but more of the three-star kids are probably going to come back and take advantage of this year than, like, five stars. The question is, if you're one of those guys, like, you had this incredible year that was very difficult. They're um, all worn out. And you're worn out. I mean, everybody's worn out. It Including these two guys on this podcast. Like, yeah. It has so been it's a, just a hard grind. year. I mean, well, for well, everybody, it doesn't matter what you do. So Walters went in the locker room. Walters also has the antibodies. Big antibody he's guy. He's a big antibody guy. And he said it was just a heartbroken locker room, like total sadness in there yesterday. Um, I mean, these guys are worn out. They've given it their all. They want one more game, of course, but this has been an emotional. Yeah, I don't think, season. That I, it's going to be hard to make a decision right away if you're going to come back or not. I don't think fans can really quite comprehend how hard it's been. Well, it's, it's been similar in a lot of people's own lives. These guys, though, have been in a bubble. They cannot do the college experience at all. Or They've basically like been, or even see family. family. They've yeah. been isolated with each other for six months with all these expectations, all these things coming at them. And, and then playing a physical game on people top of douching it. them up on Twitter on top of so it. So there, there's a reason you're going to see a lot of these teams, and you've seen it. You know, not want to play a bowl game. It's just been exhausting. Um, so I think you know when this, it's going to be interesting after this game is done to see what some of these folks do. But um, you know, looking forward to see. I I've loved this. I mean, I really. This has been. I don't think it's even close. My favorite football team that I've seen at Iowa State, and it's not just because of the success and the, the, the places reached that obviously it's never been to before. They're just gritty, but man. just gritty heart and toughness. And you're never out of it. And that's something to be said about an Iowa state fan. Like in a way, Chris, this sounds weird that it almost, it makes it's, it makes sense that Iowa state didn't win it. It's like, we, we we're not, we can't get it all at once. Like it's going to be a grind to get to the top. And this is another step in the process. Well, I'm glad that but, you feel that no, way. No, but it's just like, you gotta, no, if it's just one of those things like you, uh, I'm not. I'm not crushed about it. I obviously wish that was the case, but uh, on to next year in a way, and uh, this time you can do it. <sighs> yeah, I'm still crushed. I won't lie. Yep, that's okay though. We all deal with it differently. I think it'll take me probably until kickoff of the Fiesta Bowl to fully there get over go. that one. But I mean, you know, and what to to sum things up for me is we talking about my feelings, obviously, but my feelings are stemmed from the people and. Matt is, um, I was going to share this story with our premium members tomorrow, but I'll just do it now. When we all got laid off from KXNO last January, I got a voicemail from Matt. I had put my phone away because I didn't want to talk to people. And um, the voicemail that Matt left me was similar to like the stuff that he says to his team that you see pop right. up on like YouTube and, right. or Twitter or whatever. And that the the Purdy family, like phenomenal people, gotten to know a little bit. You know, there's just so many. Yeah, it's good people. Even like Mike Green, like you know, you just like these really good people who Grummer, Walters, right, Heft, right. You, I've 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 referenced you a lot. Like you've been through way more shit as a cyclone than I have. Like that, like is where like. For me, like, it's just heartbreaking because it's just like, God damn, you're right there. Will you ever get there? You know, and you were literally two minutes and 70 yards away from doing it. And that's where, like, it just kills me. 
So hopefully, but, yeah. but that that deal, like I, I, I someday I'm going to write about it. Um, but Matt really, um, like changed me from feeling sorry for myself to like wanting to kick everybody's ass in in the span of one voicemail. And like it, it's a someday I'm going to write the story. I'll just talk about it today. Yeah. But he is as good as it gets, and all of the stuff that you hear about him, it's not like a it's not a show it's that's genuinely who he is. And I, I want that guy to, you know, do whatever it is that makes him happy. And I, I personally think that being a names makes him really happy. Yep. So that sucks. And, uh, but whatever, uh, life goes on. And like I said well, earlier, if you win a Fiesta bowl, yeah. it writes a lot of bad stuff that happened this but, year. But you mentioned all those all those people, and, you know, as hallmark of a card as it sounds, it really, it's the journey to get to the place that's that's more meaningful than, no the, journey, than the place itself. Yeah, and you another, know? did you, you watch The Last Dance, the 10 series documentary on the Bulls? The Bulls didn't just win a title with Jordan in year one. You know, it took them, they had to fight with the Pistons and the Celtics and do all that yeah. to get there. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think this will be a memorable season no matter yeah. the result. And, you know, sometimes it's it's the – and I think for those that have watched this team that were able to go to Arlington, it's the experience of knowing what this meant to you. You know, yeah, would you like the bragging rights to say, yeah, we are the Big 12 champion? Sure. But uh, this has meaning regardless of whatever extra exclamation point you may have the end – you might have at the end of it. So – you know, I'm trying to take the the good out of it, Chris. But yeah, Fiesta getting a Fiesta Bowl victory will certainly help like, the end of it. What is this bizarre world where Iowa State football fans and like the Fiesta Bowl is a consolation it's, prize? It's pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. So we'll we'll see everybody in in Glendale, and, and we apologize or, to Indiana. We will talk from Glendale. I, I generally apologize to Indiana. I don't don't care. <laughs> That's not my problem. It's not my problem. Blame, you have shitty leadership. Blame Kevin time. Warren or blame Ohio State. Kevin, like, does Kevin Warren even Kevin make Warren, decisions? Kevin Warren's trying to be the NFL commissioner, and it totally backfired on him. Yeah, because he doesn't give a crap about, like, what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so frustrating to me that many people don't fully understand that. Are you ready? Song lives on. Think you could tell us what to do. I should have started the podcast with this, but I didn't think about it today. I was waiting for this to be the theme song I would say came out yesterday. Missed opportunity. What did they? Did they come out this Stone Cold? I, I don't remember. I what couldn't it was. hear. I couldn't really hear anything. All right. Have a great week. Break it down.